Good evening, everyone. And Good what? evening. Oh, go ahead, man. No, no, you, you got it. You got it. I was just, I, I was I just sniffed, following you, brother. I was just following I you. on your intro. No, no, no. You got it. We, we, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, man. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. It's the Across the Tracks podcast back here. Uh, October the, what, 17th today. October, October 17th. by, man. It's passing yes, by. That's yes, about so we're back and uh I'm Wayne. I am Steve and it's good to be back, good to be alive, good <laughs> to be back and on the Across the Tracks podcast. We got Absolutely. some uh, interesting topics tonight. Yeah. Uh at least to us, you know, we always find right. something to talk <laughs> about. So whether you listen or not, it's all it's all good. We're just gonna have a little conversation as friends do from a small town in Kentucky. Yes, sir. And we'll just move forward with that. So uh, welcome back. And uh, I'll let my brother Wayne start this start this puppy off. So uh, yeah. what we got on the what we got on the docket tonight, my friend? Let's kick it. Well, first, we want to uh, we want to reflect on uh, the John Gruden saga. Oh, yeah. Uh, that occurred this past week in the NFL. I want to want to wrap a bit about that. Chucky got uh, chucked. Yep, yep. And then we want to segue into um, uh, some comments that Jill Scott has made uh, about leaving the U.S. Uh, I think uh, her comments are timely in lieu of the state of affairs in the good old U.S. of A. So we want to talk about that. And then a story came out, I think, last week. DC Comics um, is coming out. uh, The son of Superman. Uh, is coming out. Uh, he's coming out as a gay character in DC Comics. So, want to wrap a bit about that. And then Captain Kirk went to space last week. He went on a journey into <laughs> the new frontier or the final frontier, as it's called in Star Trek. I want to talk about that. So, those are the topics for tonight. Uh, but before we get into it, man, I, I have to give a shout out today. Today was a great day. The Chicago Sky, man, won the WNBA championship today. Oh, awesome. awesome. They won the WNBA championship led by Candace Parker, a Chicago native, Allie Quigley, Chicago girl, and uh, Courtney Vandersloot. They they dominated uh, there in the fourth quarter, pulled that game out. It looked like Phoenix was going to win, uh, but they held held on and, and, and came back and won that game. So big ups, much respect to the Chicago Sky and the WNBA, man. It's uh, Joey and I were doing play-by-play commentaries. We were both watching the game. Oh, yeah. Watching the game. <laughs> we were texting back and forth, you know, because the action is that great, man. You get hooked into it, so – yeah, I I, uh, I watched uh, one of the playoff games uh, last week. As a matter of All fact, right. All it's right. good ball, man. It's good. It ball. is good basketball. It is and, good. Uh, Fundamentally we're, great. Yeah, we're, lots we're of planning, actions. Yeah, we're planning for next year. It's like, man, we got we got to go to some games next year. So, uh, closest closest team to me right now would be Las Vegas. So, uh, you know, if I have to go out to Vegas and 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 get some tickets and go watch, I plan on it, man. But it's good basketball. And it was a good, uh, good playoff uh, uh, series for all the teams that were involved in the playoffs. But the Sky came out victorious. So shout out to the Chicago Sky 2021 WNBA champs. Yes, sir. All right. So keeping it in the sports theme, uh, last week uh, it was found out that L.A. Raiders coach John Gruden was involved in um, some I say there's some nefarious comments that were made over what seven year period, seven years, yeah. seven year period yeah. uh, that came out and he resigned from his position as coach of the Raiders uh, because he didn't want to be a distraction and he didn't you know, he didn't mean to hurt anyone. But some of the things that were said, in my view, were extremely hurtful to blacks, to women to the LGBTQ community. What I mean, it was, he didn't, he didn't hold back on anybody. He's everybody. everybody. He got everybody. Yeah. So it cost him uh, his coaching gig uh, for the Raiders, but I'll throw it over to you now. I mean, now that this has come out, we, we know what the deal is, but do you think that this puts further spotlight on the NFL and what they need to do to clean up their image, which is, you know, that they aren't very inviting to minorities, um, gay, the gay community, uh, women. I mean, what's your take on it? 
Well, my take is there are a whole bunch of good old boy owners that have said, hey, John, we're going to take care of you, but you have to take the fall for us. Mm. That's, that's Those are my thoughts. Because if this has been going on for seven years, nine, 10, 11 years, whatever, and the 650,000 emails that came out and the owner of the Raiders, uh, Davis, basically was hamstrung. Right. He knew that he he went in and the news came out, the first batch came out, and he went probably talked to Gruden and said, hey, man, you know, this stuff has come out. So, you know, you better, you know, I don't know how this is going to how this is going to fall. And so the newspapers, I think it was the New York Times said, OK. Boom, we're throwing an extra some extra emails out there. And so at that point. Gruden had no choice but to resign. The Davis guy wasn't going to fire him, and Gruden couldn't just quit, quit, quit without right. bringing folks with him. Right. So he says, "Okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll take it, okay." And just think, one hundred and fifty, six hundred and fifty thousand emails are out between the NFL execs. You don't think if he's talking that way to? Uh, Allen, the the former GM of the uh, Washington Redskins or the uh, Washington football team is known as now. If they're talking that way, emailing that way between each other, you know, so those good old boys are talking the same way when they talk to him. Yep. So this isn't this isn't a surprise. I I think that they just said. We're going to take care of you if you take if you fall on this sword and it's going to spare us from getting the criticism. You know, th- those are my thoughts yeah, initially. Yeah. yeah. So yesterday, I think it was that the NFL concluded their investigation. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me that nobody else? Nobody else answered his emails. Nobody made any comments to him about whatever he was talking. Come on, man. Who do they think people? They think people are stupid or what? Yeah. I mean, come I mean, on. He had to go, especially when he called the commissioner of the NFL a faggot. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean he, yeah. called, he called him all kind of names. All kind of names. Okay. He, all he, kind of names. He lambasted everybody. Everybody. You know, so that's that's in his nature. So he's going to, when he's around his friends... When we are around friends, we tend to get comfortable, and we right. tend to we tend to say those things. He just put it in an email. Right. And how dumb is that? They always tell you, man, if you don't want something to come up and bite you in the ass later, don't put it in writing. Don't put it in writing. Absolutely. <laughs> and emails are out in the, in the cyberspace forever. Forever. Oh, and 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 <laughs> once they're out there, also they can. Be subpoenaed at any time. Right, right, because they're because considered an official as, form of communication. Yep. As uh, I was, as a school board member, I was involved in an investigation in which they said we're going to look at his emails. Ooh. Yeah, seriously. Wow. You know, it was something that wasn't related directly to me, but since I was on the school board, right? They, they. You know, they lawyers came in and I had to give testimony. Wow. Okay. And they said, make sure you don't delete any of your emails, you know, until this investigation is over. And and I said, just a school board email. They said, all emails. Hmm. So, you know, those 650,000 emails are going to come back. Right. I mean, and, and there's no way that the NFL can conduct, conclude their investigations no. in a week no. and a week and a half. No. They, yeah, we've they, been investigating. They, we've been investigating January the sixth since January right. the sixth. Right. Right. <laughs> Here they, it is they, a year they, later. Yeah, they they knew some other people were liable liable to be implicated. Yep. 
you know, because if I send you an email, you and I have a conversation back and forth. I mean, that's why he's the only one that said anything. I guarantee you the people he was commenting with over the seven year period, they said some things back to him like, yeah, man, you're right. You're right. I, you know it. That's how it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So to 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 put that out that they concluded their investigation was pure BS, man. Yeah. Disingenuous. Yes, yes. <laughs> Disingenuous. We yeah. It it insults the intelligence of the public, man. Yeah. You know that that okay. You like you say six hundred fifty thousand. Come on, come on, man. Come on. Hell, they couldn't read six hundred fifty thousand emails no. in a week or no. week and a half. No way. <laughs> No way. That that's that's the issue, man. Unlike the other sports leagues, um, the NFL has, has issues, man. I think I think they know they have issues. You know, there were some some things in the in the batch of those emails said about Kaepernick, who still doesn't have a job. Of course. And they they were talking this week, man. Seattle right now, now that Russell Wilson is hurt, they were looking for a quarterback. Uh, so they bring in some guy that, that was on their practice squads earlier this year that they let go. They brought him back. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, for a fact, this guy was blackballed by the same owners who were probably commenting to him on these emails, you know? So unfortunate yeah. that, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's done. I mean, he's, he's, done. I mean, he's, he's never, he's never going to play football no, again. And that, that's a shame. That is yeah. a real shame. Yep. Uh, but you know we we've we've talked about that on previous broadcasts, and you know we know the deal. Uh, I think what is it? Is there one black owner of an NLT, NFL team, or is it a minority owner? Or what? There's the, a minority owner, I minority, think, but not a majority owner of an NFL yeah. team for a league that's what the NFL is. What about seventy percent black, seventy plus? Right. Yeah. So. Unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. But hey, he resigned. Uh, he felt he needed to save face. He resigned. So, but I, I don't think this is over. This, this is going to resurface in another another capacity somewhere down the line. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know the the sad part about it is that he's going to land on his feet. Yep. And three, four, five years from now, he'll 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 be back. You know yep. where he's always been. Yeah, you know and that's uh, that's that's what uh, Cynthia and I were talking about the other day. It's like, okay, he resigned, and give people time because Americans seem to have short memories about things, and give him a few years, and you'll probably see him back. But I guarantee you, Mike Tomlin would have if that had been Mike Tomlin, he'd been done. He's oh done. yeah, yeah, he will yeah. never resurface well, in the NFL again. <laughs> the, the other thing is that he's speaking the truth. Right, he right. Was, this is how he is. You know, right. someone. I always heard, and I mean, I don't know if it's one of these Shannon quotes or not, said that there's three things that'll make you tell the truth. And I, I'm, I'm, I almost want to say four things will make you tell the truth. And that fourth thing would be emails. <laughs> yeah. Because you think that you're getting by. Right. But drugs, kids, and anger, those yeah. three things, you'll tell the truth in it. If they, yeah. they affect you in any way. And yeah. now that social media is out there and you got emails that, you know, people can hide behind their computers and and type or use their thumbs to um, badmouth folks and think they're getting away with it. You know, that's that's yeah. the same deal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You mentioned you're talking about the you said four things make tell the truth. There's a there's a song by male waiters, man. I don't know if you you have to check this song out. It's by male waiters. And it's uh it's about uh when you get drunk, you say what's on your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and that, that that falls right in the line, man. Yeah. Uh, a a drunk speaks a sober mind, man. Yeah. So it, it, you said drugs and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, alcohol is a drug. Alcohol is a drug. And <laughs> I, I, I he he yeah, he 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 spoke what he thought, you know, and I'm sure people talk, we know that. These this yeah. is how these guys talk, man, amongst themselves. Because they figure they're insulated. So, hey, it is what it is, man. So uh, moving on, um, let's talk. Since we're talking about things in America and how people talk and the state of affairs in this country, as as we both know, man, the, the rhetoric is heating up in this country over vaccine mandates, masks. All kind of other stuff, man. And one of the things that um, 
that has been in the forefront of the news as of lately, the last few years has been how black men are treated by the police and how they've you know, been killed in the street, unarmed, this or that. Um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, how black people are treated by the cops. Well, uh, Jill Scott, who is a, you know, highly um, successful R&B songstress, uh, she came out here, I think it was a few weeks ago, uh, made some comments that she is thinking about leaving the U.S., taking her son, who I think is 12, uh, moving to Holland. And her reasons for doing so are she does not want her son subject to having to deal with the police and, you know, how young black men are treated in this country when a lot of times they've done nothing wrong. They're just singled out their profile because they're young black men. And she doesn't want her son subject to that. So she is thinking about moving out of the U.S. And I'm like, wow, um, that to me is I, I I feel what she's saying, man. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to protect the life of her son, and uh, I I totally agree with her. Now it would be a loss for for us here in the U.S. who really love her music and whatnot. Uh, but I think she's doing the right thing by making a stance that you know what America ain't is not. I can see how it's treating you know adults, young you know adult black folks in this country. I don't want my son subject to that. So your thoughts on that? Yeah, there's one thing that uh, we may be missing here is that they do have recording studios in Holland. True, true, <laughs> true. So true. she may be living over there, but I'm sure that she'll she'll be back to the states, you know, to perform some things and so on. She just doesn't want her child raised in a system that uh, looks down upon him. Uh, right. It's gonna put pressure on him uh, just to be a human. Right. You know, right. he she says, I don't I don't want him to be restrained by the system. I don't want him to be targeted by the system. And I want him to live in a place where she feels that her son is going to have a, a, a better chance right. and, and at least no fewer negatives than what's happening here. And. <clears throat> I think she said they're supposed to be moving to Holland. She thought it was pretty cool that, you know, yeah. most of the people there speak three or four languages. Three or four different languages. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, they're they're kind of healthy people. Yep. And, I mean, they are themselves. A lot of European countries aren't like they were uh, when we were growing up, where you, when, you, when you thought of Holland and uh, – um, like Czechoslovakia, you thought about all those countries, uh, Denmark. Yep. See, all of those countries now are becoming multicultural. Absolutely. You know, a lot of, you know, the, the people from that fled Africa, that fled the Middle East and so on, uh, because of wars and tragedies, they're being, these countries are taking in these refugees, Yep. And so they are changing uh, their societies. And that's why Ang- Angela Merkel was having some issues earlier, because some of the neo-Nazis didn't want to see all these black folks coming over in uh, in uh, Germany. Right. Right. You know, so um, we, we can hope that when she moves to Holland or if she moves to Holland, that she doesn't run into a different perse- persecution, but just from a different country. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. but she's doing what's best for her, for her son. Absolutely. And I can't, I can't, I can't blame her on that. You no. know, the Netherlands, hell, I would like to, I've been to the Netherlands, I'd like to go yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, worked cool. with this, uh, I worked with this lady, uh, she was married to a guy from Holland, she was black, and she was married to this guy um, from from the Netherlands. And they split their time six months, six months. She would go there and then he would come for the remaining six months of the year. But she's like, man, she said, I really loved it over there. I really love it over there. It's a real chill vibe. People are very friendly. Um, She's like, once I retire, retire from from work, she says, that's where I'll probably go, go live. I'll just go Mm -hmm. live. We'll just live in the Netherlands. So. So, yeah, um, it's a different vibe in Europe now, man. Different vibe. 
And you, I don't think you get the same level of uh, angst over there because a lot of you said a lot of those countries are becoming multicultural now. I don't think it's the same level of angst over there as it right. is in America. You know, right? Well, it's it's, it's it's never really been that. Even when I lived yeah. in Italy in the seventies, I mean, it just wasn't that way. People, yeah. their inhibitions only. How can I say this? Only in America do we really feel vitriol and hate. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I get just it. Yeah. our cultures in the United States and culture in Europe is totally different. Yep. You know, when I went to whatever beach I went to in Italy in the summertime or England or wherever, hell, I never saw little kids with clothes on. Right. <laughs> never. Right. You know, and there was always some lady sunning in the nude. Yep. Always. Yep. And all the women, the majority of them had hair on their legs and underneath their armpits. Yep. Okay. But here in America, you see a kid walking around with no clothes on at the beach and someone's going to say, oh, where's the parents of that kid? You know, that's awful. And over there, they don't have those inhibitions. Nope. I never ever saw an Italian get pulled over for drinking and driving. Nope. Because it's part of their culture. It's part of their culture. You know, yeah. when they're two months old, three months old, a year old, they're drinking vino, they're drinking wine. Right. <laughs> so they don't abuse it like us. America, we do everything in excess. Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to drink till I get drunk. Right. And, you know, we just go to the, ex- the excess right. of everything. Right. And over there, as you mentioned, they just, they're just, it's just a different, it's just yeah. a different group of folks over there. Things is calm down. Yeah. And uh, in August, I was telling Alex this one time, and I said, well, there were no, he was talking about there were no F1 races in August. He goes, I don't know why they take off. They, they don't do anything in August. And I said, well, Alex, all of Europe is off in August. Right. <laughs> they take the whole month of yep. August off. Yep. And it's paid. Yep. He goes, really? He goes, yeah, nobody works yep. in August. Yep. I said, F1's not going to do anything in August because all of Europe is off in August. Right. right. And see, America, we're not, we don't know anything about that because we're so, we're so closed-minded and we're, we, we don't have any, no, I can't say adventure. We're not used to other cultures because the dominant culture have controlled things by so long right. that we haven't had that access or the opportunities. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, uh, and I was in Turkey. I was living in Turkey. And, um, you know, we in the summertime, man, hardly nobody worked. I mean, people were vacationing. They were off. Like I said, the month of August, nobody was was working, man. And it was it was chilled, man. And one of the things I remember is you you knew that when you went down to the shops and whatnot at the, the local market, whether they probably did it in Italy as well. I knew they did it in Greece. They did it in Turkey. And I was living there probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. Everything would close. <laughs> Siesta. <laughs> Siesta. That's right. That's right. Later at night, once they go yep. in with their family, have dinner, whatnot, then they'd open up later at night. I'm like, man, yep. that's a novel idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that way in Italy. Exactly yeah, the we, same. We we here in America, we we just can't. Uh, I don't know, man. We like you say, we do everything to ex- excess. We've got too many inhibitions. Uh, you mentioned kids, you know, two or three years old. They 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 raise drinking wine. It's not you said they don't abuse it. Same thing with guns. Mm-hmm. Turkey. Uh, Greece. People weren't. You didn't see a lot of these people walking around shooting people. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, if if you had a gun, you're probably going to get your ass beat by by the national police or somebody because it wasn't heard of. It right. was not heard of that people are walking around. You know, I'm in I'm in the Starbucks here a few months ago, man, in the Starbucks. And this guy walks in. He's got a gun strapped to his leg like he's in the Wild West or somewhere. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, and people feel like, well, I got a right to carry my guns. I got a right to feel safe in here because you could be a wacko, man. You could be crazy. And hey, people after gonna start shooting people in this store. I've got one better. We were we were in Florida, okay, going to a restaurant to get something before we went on the cruise. Yeah. No, I take that back. Yeah, yeah, we were in Florida. 
and we go to get something to eat. And the person that came out that served us, this girl, yeah, she had a gun on her hip. Wow. <laughs> I said, look, wow. man, <laughs> she's got a damn gun <clears throat> on her hip and she is the waitress. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, we I don't know, man. There there are days there are days I'm like, you know what? I've had it with America, man. I've had it, man. We we be like, can we go somewhere and live? I you know, I, I don't know if we can. I we back to looking at Canada again. Uh, because our buddy here, our, our our the former occupant, he's talking a bunch of foolishness. And I'm like, do we want to subject ourselves to foolishness in two more years if this fool gets reelected again? I so we're looking at Canada again and, and a couple other places because America's a trip, man. It is a trip. Yeah. It is a trip. So yeah, He's not going to get reelected. Well, you never know, man. Some of these yeah. crazy-ass people, that, that's their boy. Yeah, but I, I say this. The, the best thing that can happen all, for all these congressmen and senators that don't agree with all of this foolishness, the best thing that could happen is that he run again. Because everybody's going to come out and say, this fool is not going to get back in the office. So the number of people voting is going to skyrocket. So he's going to get his ass kicked again. Yeah. yeah. I'm praying that. I'm not going to say that's a definite, but I think more people will come out to vote. I hope so. Again. This is. Because they don't want his foolishness. Yeah, we, we can't. We can't take foolishness part two. <laughs> <laughs> As we digress. Yeah. As we digress. So I'll, I'll let you take the next topic, sir, uh, concerning uh, DC Comics and a big change they're coming out with. I'll let you start that ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, last few weeks, last week, or I think it was last week, they had, um, uh, what was it, LGBTQ week or day or something like that, month. Oh, it was It was National Coming Out Day. Yeah, National Coming Out Day. Yeah. And the DC Comics decided that on National Coming Out Day, they had written issues that allowed Lois Lane and Clark Kent's son to come out on the National Coming Out Day. And so John Kent son of Lois and Clark, is gay. And in the comic, the excerpts of the comic, he's got his Superman, he's got his little suit on, you know, with the cape and the boots. Right, right. And he's uh, he's busting some slobs on some other guy. Wow. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a new day. Wow. Uh, National Coming Out Day. And they thought it was a good time to present this to the world, that yeah. Clark Kent's son and Lois Lane's son is gay. Wow. Now, of course, you know, as the old uh, Jim Crotry song says, you don't tug on Superman's cape. Right. You don't spit into the wind. Right. <laughs> so that's like, tugging on Superman's cake to some folks and spitting into wind to other folks because True. they think what has the world's gone to Superman's son is gay. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that's happening throughout the world. Right. So Superman, Lois Lane, welcome to the rest of the world. Yep. And there's another verse in that song says you don't take the mask off the old Lone, Lone Ranger. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I was I was upset, man, when I think it was like the second it was the second um, it was the second Batman, uh, the movie series, the Batman mm-hmm. and Batman divulged his identity. I mean, he voluntarily divulged his oh, identity. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, hell no. <laughs> the superhero never divulges his identity. There are certain things that are like, this is tradition, <laughs> you know? And I think Spider-Man did the same thing. He divulged yep. his identity. Or somebody like, oh, yeah, he divulged his identity that, that these Peter Parkers really I'm like, come on, man. Yep, so yep. this isn't allowed the same thing, that Superman's son 
is like, wait a minute. I, we get it. We, this is a new era or whatnot. But there are some things, man, that people <laughs> just can't get with, yeah. you know. Yep, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Uh, so, you know, hey, it's all good. Um, if 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 you're if you're of the mindset you read comics and you want to see the comics evolve, but there are a lot of people that are like, no, as you said, you don't tug on Superman's cape, <laughs> spit into the wind, and you don't take the mask off the Lone Ranger. Okay, there's some <laughs> things that are hardcore in stone. So. We'll see how this plays out, man. I, I when I saw that, I'm like, what? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. It's a new day. It is a new day. New it, day. it definitely, definitely. Now you know, down the road, they may kill off old John Kent, and you won't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. one of the one of Superman's arch enemies could come and you know take him out or something. Yeah, Lex can come back. Lex Luthor and <laughs> some of these other folks, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome and interesting. So we'll see how this plays out down the line. So yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear some more. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm sure it'll be on the uh, campaign trail about you know now we can't even even Superman has been you know uh, has fallen to the to the <laughs> left side. You know, the sun. We can't even save our kids. That's why we have to save our children or some craziness yeah. or something like no, that. So. No. No, I, I wonder how it's going to affect affect sales of, uh, you know, DC Comics and whatnot, because, yeah. you know, you got a lot of purists out there, man, uh, that, you know, stuff we I mean, they they, you know, they want their superheroes to be just that, <laughs> you know. Well, hell, Wayne, they killed Superman. I When they killed Superman, I went and bought the DC magazine. I've got it sitting out here right now. They killed wow. him off. Wow. Yes. Wow. They killed him. I mean, of course, you know they brought him back. Right. But they killed Superman. I, I've wow. got it. Wow. Brand new, still never taken out of a package. It's, wow. it's, it's almost uh, vacuum sealed. Whoa. Still have it. Man, that's that's probably worth a little bit of change. Yeah, probably five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. Speaking of, segue a little bit. Have you seen the latest James Bond movie? I have not seen it yet. Do you plan on seeing it? I plan on seeing it okay. when I get a chance. But I, okay. I, I know me, <laughs> and, and I'll probably get to it when it comes out on streaming. Okay. I'm not going to a theater, but I know it's like two hours and 45 minutes long. Two hours and 45 minutes long. Closely, yeah. almost three hours. We, we we actually went to a theater to see it. We went to the Did very you? Yeah, we went to the very first show in the morning. Okay. <laughs> so, the theater wasn't packed or nothing like that, but I, I won't say what I'm going to say because your intent is to go see it. I'm not going to say what I was going to say as we were segueing, but I'm not going to mention anything. I don't want to spoil it for you. So, well, you know, he's James Bond has died several times, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you only live twice. You right. Know, he so, died. He started off dead in that one. <laughs> right. So I'm like, do you get rid of double? Is there Will there not be a 007 or what? That's what yeah. I don't get. You know, yeah. do they just yeah. come out with, okay. Retire his number. <laughs> retire his number. You know, I don't know. We put his number up in the rafters and, you know, they kind of. <laughs> <laughs> with, yeah, a little gun, with a little I gun. With a little gun. The gun. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But uh, Scotland I, Yards retires his number. <laughs> yeah, retires his number. Tires Jersey, man. So, but I, I'll, I'll let you check it out. I, I won't spoil it for you. I thought I thought it was rather good. We okay. uh, we 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 watched it. Like, man, this this was a lot of good action. And uh, I think a, f- a few years back, uh, for one of my Christmas gifts, um, um, uh, Cynthia and, and Danny bought me the James Bond set. Okay. And at the time, you know, I felt like, oh, yeah, at the time, these were the movies that were out. But the set needs to be updated because uh, a lot of the Daniel Craig movies aren't in the set. It's the uh, the Roger Moore, the Sean Connery's. um, Who else is in there? Uh, Pierce Brosnan is in that is in the set. And then the guy um, he played in The Living Daylights. He's he's that's in their set, but none of the Daniel Craig movies are in the set. Okay. So I gotta update the set, but you know, so every now and then I'll just pull one out and like, cause I like James Bond, man. I, I get oh, a kick, absolutely. I get a kick out of watching. Yeah. All what the was gadget. your favorite Bond movie? 
Oh wow, my favorite one, believe it or not, I, I'm here's my here's my thing, and I, I'm a purist. As my wife says, you're a traditionalist. Okay, <laughs> to me, there's only one James Bond, James Bond and that's yeah. Sean Connery. Okay, yeah. I like the Sean Connery Bond movies. However, the one I really like is uh, I like Skyfall, and that's that's yeah. a Daniel Craig one. I like Skyfall, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's a toss up, probably between Skyfall and um, uh, what's the what's it? Uh, oh, the one that Sean Connery's in, uh, Thunderball. Thunderball. That's a good there one. There you go. Thunderball Thund- is my favorite. Yeah, Thunderball. I really like Thunderball. Yeah, Thunderball was my favorite of yeah. all. So, favorite of all, Thunderball. Yeah, Thunderball. So, but yeah, the 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 franchise. I I love it, man. Um, I could, I, like I said, some Saturday, I'm gonna watch a Bond movie. So, <laughs> and I think now a lot of the Daniel Craig ones you can stream on a lot of the a lot of the streaming services. So yeah, yep. But I yeah. haven't seen all of his. I to be honest, I haven't watched a full Daniel Craig Bond at all. Oh. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, but I haven't seen them all. And I guess they were having a. Um, like a little marathon or something last yeah. weekend, a couple weekends ago. Yeah. And on my YouTube TV, I hit record. Okay. And I recorded, I don't know, probably three or four of them, I, okay. I guess. Okay. I haven't, still haven't looked at them yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Casino Royale is good too. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, he, he, he did a good job. I think he did a good job uh, in, in the role. Uh, but for me, Sean Connery, John Connery, bond, yeah, and he he, he, he is the well, he wasn't quintessential Bond. Yeah. No, David Nivens was the first Bond. Yeah, see, so what what movie? I, what movie was he in? Casino Royale. Oh, the original Casino. The original, yeah. yeah the original, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, original, yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we kind of got side. We that's that's good, man. We'll, we'll do that. good. You know, we we were talking about uh, Superman, so it's just like a little super. James Bond, in a lot of ways, was super. <laughs> He's super. <laughs> we spent a lot of time at the State Theater watching those, baby. Absolutely, and Absolutely. especially when they when they did Goldfinger at Fort Knox, man. You know, I remember them shooting that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, Fort Knox. They did a lot of that shooting in Fort Knox. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can see it's good when you can see the places. Yeah. That you know, oh, that's Muldrow Hill right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh wow, that's Lex. That's the Lexington Airport. That's Bluegrass. What used to be Bluegrass Parkway. But that's yeah. yeah you can see downtown Lexington. Those those yeah. are kind of neat. You have a little yeah connection with it. Yep, you yeah. remember uh, we're segueing big time here, but you remember you remember Stripes, right? The movie yeah. Stripes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the scene in the movie where uh, the 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 new recruits get their hair cut. Yeah, AB. And, and Ralph Rowe was in there. And Ralph Rowe. <laughs> and was it Dick, was Dixon Connor part of no, that? No, it was uh, it was Brother Wiley and Ralph Rowe with the with the and two Ralph Rowe. in that scene cutting hair. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But yep, that was yep. all shot at Fort Knox, the barracks and everything. And then uh, they went across the bridge there in Louisville that takes you over into Indiana. There's a shot of that. It was, it was there, there's a lot of stuff's been done, man, in our fair state. <laughs> yeah. They got a movie called Elizabethtown. Did you ever see that? I saw the movie Elizabethtown, which none of it was shot in Elizabethtown except the scene where, the, where you come off of Mulberry yeah. and show the sign. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the only part that's in E-Town. That's it. <laughs> we get a little credit. We get a little credit. We get a little bit. Yeah, so it's all good, man. It's all good. So yeah, yeah. We, we we went off the tracks a little bit, but that's all right. That's all good. <laughs> all good. Yeah. So um getting back on track, um our, our our last topic for tonight concerns Captain Kirk. And uh wow, um some some comments were made by I think Prince William here concerning what occurred last week. But William Shatner, Captain Kirk, uh took a trip to the final frontier on Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin rocket, did the eleven minute uh trip to space. Uh you know, uh, it's all good. I mean, it was a good thing for uh Blue Origin to have uh William Shatner on there being the celebrity that he is. He was ninety and so he got to go to go to space for 11 minutes. So mm-hmm. in that regard, hey, it was good for them. Good publicity thing. Yeah. Uh, but 
folks paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece to take that flight. Wait, wait a minute. Two people paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Two people paid two hundred fifty thousand. Shatner and the assistant didn't pay anything. Oh, they went. To, they got the ride for free. They okay. got the ride for free. Okay. Yeah. So I guess uh, Prince William made a comment that you know uh, we should be concerned more about what's going on on the Earth. You know, trying to improve the environmental conditions on the Earth, deal with climate change, et cetera, all that type of things, and. Uh, Shatner fired back at him, so to speak, uh, that, you know, I think, you know, Shatner's comments were, I think Prince, Prince William is missing the point that we're, we're doing this space travel to, uh, to see if we can establish, get a lot of the things that are bad on the earth that are bad for the earth, um, you know, get a lot of those things out and, and move them to, to other places. I don't know if I agree with that or not, but (laughs) yeah. That sounds like Jeff Bezos to me. Hell out of the earth. So now you're going to go, what, pollute the moon? Exactly. I mean, so, but uh, that that was, you know, Captain Kirk did did his 11 minutes. And I personally, to me, 11 minutes doesn't make you an astronaut. I'm sorry. (laughs) Makes you an ass. I'll I'll kick it over to you. Or (laughs) not. I'll kick it over to you for your thoughts. Here's my thinking. It was delayed for a day. Right. And the reason it was delayed for a day is because William Shatner was scared fucking shitless. <laughs> That's how I believe he was freaking out. And and and, and here's why I, I believe that. <laughs> you know, when they went up there, you know, they got into zero orbit, I mean uh zero gravity. Yeah. Everybody was floating around. <laughs> Everybody was kind of floating around and he was looking out the damn window. He was <laughs> he was holding on yep. to his little his little chair and was just kind of looking out the window. He didn't want any part of floating around. <laughs> he he didn't want any part of floating around. He was I think he was scared shitless. And I think he was saying I can't believe that my dumb ass has done this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's too late. It's too, too late, late to go now. Yeah, it's too right. late to turn back. Yeah. So he goes up. He's weightless for three to four minutes or whatever and comes back down. And then when he comes down and lands, he's babbling off like a fool. I, 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 I can't believe it. I, suddenly there was, there, was, there was light and then suddenly there was dark. Was I dead or was I alive? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Captain Kirk, you made it. But I don't. Now, I am not going to be that brave. No, sorry. Everything is good until something goes wrong. That's right. And, you know, with, with Mercury and Gemini. And we got to Apollo, the you know the Apollo one, the guys burn up, and, yep, you know yep. we almost lost Apollo thirteen. Yeah. And then we <laughs> changed <laughs> over to the space shuttle, and then we lost two shuttles. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't particularly like flying in a damn plane, let alone right. going. I mean, <laughs> right. at forty thousand feet, you're gonna, right. it's, it's gonna right. be bad, but. Right. You know, going and up you, to you, two right. miles. And you pray nothing goes wrong, you know. These people are, you know, for them this is a opportunity of a lifetime to say they went to the went to space or whatnot, you know. But yeah, um, it, it's the 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 risk is always there, and uh, if that's not something that you're inclined to take a risk on, then I keep my behind on 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 planet Earth, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get that high. Yeah, keep my feet on terra firma. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I think he, I think he was really scared. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I just, I just really, I could see that. To me, I could see that in his face that he was scared. Yeah. I mean, I've lived ninety years, and within the next eleven minutes, I may not be around. Right. Well, he said, "I'm ninety. I'm, I'm close to death." So, I mean, he, he's already putting it out there that I'm ninety. I'm, all, I'm almost at the end of my, end of the line, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, but uh, so, I mean, do you foresee people actually 
traveling to to the moon and stuff like like you get on an airplane and go across country is this going to be the future that people get on a spacecraft and i'm gonna go to the moon for the day and come back i mean no you anticipate that no (laughs) no i don't anticipate that it's the space travel that uh no nope i don't anticipate that yeah i just don't It's, it's hell we can't hardly have enough people to uh, we we can't hardly pay enough people to work, right. let alone pay to go into space. Right? Who's going to pay for it? Right. Stuff ain't going to be cheap. I mean, well, it costs those two guys two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. Right. You know, I'd rather keep two hundred fifty thousand dollars in my four hundred one k and go cruising in the Caribbean than right. trying to go up there. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I. And I think that's, you know, what Prince William was saying is like, wow, can't we do something else with our time and our money? I mean, you know, the planet is falling apart. There are things that are in need of right here on good old planet Earth, man. People are starving. You've got disasters all over the place. I mean, there's things that, you know, the guys who can afford to do this, Bezos and uh Branson, these guys that are you know building these rockets, these spacecraft. Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk. I mean, really? I mean, you can't find some other outlet to use your vast resources to improve Earth, to improve life here on Earth. I, I don't. That's my hey, take on it, man. How about this? Use your vast incomes instead of taking all that money in. How about unloading some of those damn cargo ships off the coast of California? Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about using your time to do that? How about right. using your money and effort to hire people that are going to get a decent wage instead of right. sending sending all of our stuff overseas right. and paying somebody 60 cents an hour when you can be paying somebody 25 bucks an hour right, right. here in this country. Right. And then when the damn microchips are made, they're made here. And all we have to do is stick the damn things on the highway and right. get them to where they are. And that, right. and they're not stuck on some damn container ship out right. off the coast of California because these damn things are made in China or Taiwan or Vietnam or Malaysia. Right. You're right, man. You are preaching to the mass choir because uh, you're absolutely right, man. We we don't make anything here in this country anymore. We're at the we're at the mercy of a lot of the countries you mentioned, and a lot of I mean, I was at a car lot here a couple of weeks ago, man. They hardly had any cars on the lot cars. because I'm like they don't they we we can't get the chips. <laughs> yeah, you can't what? make new you can't make new cars. Can't make new cars. So you have to sell used cars. And you the price of used cars yeah. are sky high. Sky high. Prices are going sky high. I mean, I don't know when we're going to learn, man. I don't know when this country is going to learn that we need to get back to manufacturing stuff in this country. You know, we need to pass bills that are going to help. I mean, there's the, the infrastructure bill, all all this stuff that can improve life here in this country. People just don't seem to give a rat's ass about it. Well, here's 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 the problem. I had this conversation today after our Corvette meeting. The wealthy don't want a middle class because the middle class costs them money. Because the middle class are going to demand more money. They're going to demand higher wages. So therefore, what do you do? You eliminate the middle class. As you've seen since 1980, probably, the middle class has been dropping. Union membership has been dropping. Unions were made for middle class people. Yeah. What what did what did uh, Skippy? What did he do in 1981? He fired the air traffic controllers. Yeah. And yeah. that gave everybody else the chance to say, hey, unions are costing us money. So let's take these jobs and ship them overseas. We'll make more money. We don't have to pay middle class people more money. They're going to start losing their manufacturing jobs. And so what you're going to have is we're going to be reaping in more money and the middle class are going to be losing money because they're not going to have the jobs. And so if you're really, really poor, you're not going to be even the really, really poor are not going to have jobs that the jobs that they want because 
the manufacturing jobs are going overseas. Right, right. So, you know, who pulls the strings? The people, the Bezos, the Elon Musk, you know, those are the guys that are pulling the strings, you know. Uh, what's his name from Facebook? I can't think of his name oh, now. Zuckerberg. 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 You know, look what he's done. I mean, just think how that's changed the world. Yep. They're not, they're not going to do anything to help people out. No way. No, no, no. And that's, that's, that's the issue that we're dealing with today, man. It's, it's yeah. the have and the have not. Right. Right. And, well, and I mean, what have, do you think about that? I agree, man. I totally agree with you. Um, that we were talking about this the other day, man, that the, that the middle class is slowly disappearing from the American landscape, slowly disappearing. And, uh, you know, people, I, I don't know how they think people are supposed to be able to live on, you know, $15. That's the thing now, the, 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 the thing is the $15 minimum wage, but you're jacking up prices right. that people still can't live on $15. Right. $15 minimum wage is just going to get you enough to survive right. from month get to month. Get you enough to survive. So, you know, I, I, I don't know when we're going to, well, I don't think we ever will. Like you say, the top 1% in this country doesn't want it any other way. They don't want to give up what they have. They want to continue to reap more and more and more. And us and people, you know, I don't know. I, are we middle class? I guess, you know, uh, we've done well over the years. But, you know, by by no means are we filthy rich. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Uh, but, you I know. Watch, it, I watch my pennies every day. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're like and people. I mean, th- this country right now is upside down in a lot of things, man. And it seems like people are, are getting more and more greedy by the day. Um, you know, don't want to pay people. You can't get people to work because people are like, why should I? Why should I go back to work? I, I, I'm making more sitting at home. Right. You know, so there's for hire signs everywhere. Uh, I don't know, man. Like you say, these guys could take some of their immense wealth, pay people you know, a decent wage to unload those container ships. Uh, Biden's going to keep the port of Long Beach open 24 seven. Yeah. You know, he's going to keep the port open 24 seven. And if, and if Bezos or some of these guys say, Hey, we, we need to get these supplies out and distributed. We'll pay you whatever, $50 or whatever it is. We can get these people would work, man. People would take them up on that and we could get things moving in this country again. But as it stands right now, I don't know. I don't know when they're going to get all. They said it might be sometime next year before they get all these container ships unloaded. Well, first of all, you got crane operators because, you know, all those container ships are you got cranes that do. That. Right. Right. Those those people that operate the cranes, they're making some jack. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're making like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Whoa. And they're working eight hour days. Wow. Well, guess what? When they start working overtime that's right so yeah they're gonna get that stuff off the containers but it's gonna cost it's gonna cost some more so guess what they're gonna do with prices of stuff right and that's just the port of long beach running 24 7 what about some of these other ports that new york city new york new york i'm sure there's ports down in down south uh down off of we're down in the gulf you know that are that are you know ports so we we got a problem man we have a serious problem Serious problem, but we're spending time and money going to space for eleven minutes. <laughs> you know, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. So, um, I think, my friend, that was our final topic. Was Captain Kirk going to the final frontier? <laughs> Do you have any final comments? <laughs> there was something that came up, and I forgot what it was. I, we wanted like I wanted here to talk a few about, days ago. No, so as we were going through our telecast here tonight there's something you know you something pops in your head yeah and uh something popped in there i was going to say something but it was and i i lost i lost the thought so oh okay i you know before we before we sign off it may pop back in if it does we'll we'll touch touch on the topic if not oh i know what it was i got it i just remember it uh have you seen netflix 
Um, the Squid Game. I have not. My wife watched it. My wife watched it. Oh man! <laughs> do you do? You, does that laughter mean you thought it was good? It's or good. You, it's good. Really? It's yeah. some people say it's kind of dark. It's bloody. Yeah. But it's not dark. Yeah, I'm, it, I may watch. It's I may good. watch. You'll binge watch it. Okay, I may watch yeah. a couple of episodes tonight. But yeah, she yeah. she watched all the episodes. She thought it was was good. Good. She thought it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I say that, you know, we're coming up on Halloween. Yes. And I was telling Lynn, I said, "Oh man, I can put part of the Squid Game up as trick or treat for you know as 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 the kids come to the house." She goes, "Well, how are you going to do that?" I go. I got a plan, so <laughs> I'm going to try to use the very first part of the Squid Game, the first mm-hmm. game in the Squid Game, yeah, as uh, as a Halloween thing. I said it'd be a great thing. Okay. I mean, she goes that would you know that they were, people were dying. I said, well, hell, look at Halloween. They got Halloween 12 come out. Look how many times people died yep. in that. Look yep. at Friday the 13th. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. You think yeah. somebody's not going to be wearing a, 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 a oh, Michael yeah. Myers mask or Jason Cooper hands? Well, and yeah, all. yeah. So they ain't going to be any different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be any different. I said, hell, the kids, most kids probably won't know what it is anyway because most kids' parents aren't going to let them watch it. Right. But right. the parents will know what it is because right. they'll probably watch it because, I mean, it's it fires on all all cylinders, man. It's it's good. Lynn and I binge watched it the uh, uh, early last week. Yeah, it's good. As a matter of fact, I may go back and watch some more of it <laughs> again. Okay. Yeah, Cynthia watched all the episodes. She thought it was really good. Yeah. So I got, I got, I'll probably watch it. I'll start out with the first episode. Tonight. Yeah, watch the first episode. Okay. Now, and, now, did you ever watch the Hunger Games? I never watched the Hunger Games. Okay, it sounds it, I just, it sounds like it's somewhat similar to the Hunger Games, you know. Yeah, I don't know what the Hunger Games about, so yeah. I can't compare. Yeah, it. you have to go well, out, go out, check out. I, I think is it the Hunger Games something that's happening that you you survive or something like that or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's you play games and you you're you you survive and you end up sometimes you well it's not sometimes you have to kill your opponent that's in the game with you for you to survive so it, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, dark yeah. it's there's some dark pieces in it too this isn't dark this isn't to me it's not dark it's just imagine all the kids games that we played growing yeah. up yeah and it's all several of them are all in there okay you know um red light green light Okay. Uh, Hot Scotch is in there. Tug of War is in there, and it's all it all deals with money, okay, huh. and survival and um, moral uh, justification. You know, okay. is it are you are your is it money over your morality? You know, and so on. It's 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 pretty good. Okay, I'm it's gonna go good. go stream <laughs> an episode here. Yeah, tonight. watch yeah. once you watch the first episode, it starts off just a little bit s- slow. Okay, but then it picks up. You'll have to watch episode two. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna two. put that in the queue here tonight. <laughs> okay. Especially if, if my Seahawks are losing, I just may turn them off. They ain't gonna lose. They're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and the Steelers suck. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're Ro- bad. It's they... time for Roethlisberger to, to call it a day, man. Yeah, I, I said that four years ago. Get rid of him. Yeah. Get yeah. your defense back, like you know, they yep. used to be the steel curtain. The steel curtain. Yeah. Now it's the open curtain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't no steel curtain about it. It may be the, you know, the cotton curtain or the right. marshmallow ain't, ain't, curtain. Ain't, ain't what it steel. was with me, oh, Joe Green, no. and all them guys. Oh, no, man. <laughs> it, it it hurts. It hurts me to yep. watch this. Watch the Steelers play because I know they can do better with a different yep. quarterback. They just they just gotta let him go. Yeah, I'm sorry. They gotta let him go. 
Yeah, they but they're not. They're they're gonna ride or die with him, man. Yeah, they are. That's 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 how the Steeler Nation is. They're gonna ride or die with him. I'm I'm part of Steeler Nation. I wanted to ride that some bitch out of town. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh Stephen A is a Steeler fan. He's a, oh yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a Steeler fan, but yeah, and and the Seahawks aren't bad. Their defense is like a sieve as well. I mean, they 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 can't stop anybody. They're they're not the the legion of boom anymore. It's the legion of nothing anymore. I mean, yeah, they don't even yeah. make a a sound hardly anymore. So yeah, and now Russell's out, so Russell's hurt. So here's a Steelers fan thing I saw the other day. They've got this show on one of the channels where they they go back and try to find uh original articles or artifacts and so on to see if things are true or whatnot yeah and uh last week i watched an episode and they tried to find out the the ball of the immaculate reception oh wow yeah and so somebody has this ball and they do investigations on it and they they try to find the ball and they found the ball of the immaculate reception a guy in pittsburgh he was he was the uh he was a uh equipment man okay and so after you know franco harris scored the touchdown he gave the ball to the official the official um the equipment man came and took the ball. Okay. The ball falls on the ground. He picks it up and then he leaves with the ball. Hmm. And so he kept the ball and this, this ball now is under lock and key in a vault. Wow. And it is the original ball. Hmm. So they, they spend, there's two different stories. They do two different stories. So they spend some time and they find the guy and they go to his house, secret, secretly hide his house. And they have this vault. I mean, it's like Fort Knox and the ball is in there. Wow. The guy gets to hold the ball. Wow. It's how much, interesting. I wonder how much it's worth. It's, uh, they didn't say, but here's another one. Yesterday morning, I was watching it. The same program. It comes on like Saturday mornings about six o'clock, okay. maybe five. And this one dealt with Secretariat. And so they wanted to find the pad that was underneath uh, Secretariat saddle that has the number. Mm-hmm. It's like a little blanket. Right, right. When he ran the Kentucky Derby, his number was uh, 1A. And so hmm. they investigated who took the jersey. And you see film. They show you the film and all this stuff. The person who took this saddle, is a valet, took the saddle. And then he um, held on to the 1A little blanket underneath it. Hmm. And so they investigate that and, you know, they find Ronnie Turcott, you know, the jockey and so on. He goes, well, this guy was my valet and that guy was a valet. And so they end up finding it. Wow. And, and it's, it was, it's, it's a good little show. I can't think of a name of it, but they find, they find it. They show, they show you the actual one. It's got Ronnie Turcott's. Yeah, is it a is it a local show there or no? It's it's on something like the Smithsonian Channel or Smithsonian something Channel. like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a cable type channel. Okay. If I find it, I'll text you what it's called. Okay. Yeah, that but it's really yeah. interesting. Like finding yeah. Babe Ruth's baseball and yeah. they got some interesting little sports topics on there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but anyway, all right, folks. We we've, we've been holding on to this. This bone for about a minute, an hour, <laughs> five minutes here. Yeah, Son, let we, this bone go. We 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 kind of got derailed off the tracks a little bit tonight. That's all right. It's, it's all related. It's all yep. related. All yeah. ties in at some point. All ties in. Yes, sir. So, hey, we appreciate, uh, as we wrap this up, we appreciate you coming out, listening to us tonight. I hope the topics are interesting. You know, we, we've got a flow that goes on between us, even though he's in – uh, Colorado and I'm in Indiana, 
we just flow that way. And we're going to see it like we say it. And uh, at any point in time, we kind of get sidetracked. That that sidetrack is we're gonna we're gonna get back to our main issues, but hey, it's all part of the conversation, just like we would do if we were sitting in the same room together. Absolutely. So, with that being said, I'll be the first one to sign off here, and I like to say, make sure, folks, you get out there and vote. Drag somebody, drag somebody to the polls, drag somebody to get registered. Be prepared to stand in long lines again and do not, do not, do not, do not pass up the opportunity to voice your opinion and help save democracy. Absolutely. And I want to say on the sign off is uh, vaccinations are safe. Uh, They help save lives. I am a witness to that. Uh, I won't elaborate further, but I can testify that vaccinations save lives. So if we truly believe in the strength of each other, uh, then I think we should be willing to do what needs to be done to ensure the safety, not just of ourselves, but of our fellow man and woman. So uh, if you have not been vaccinated, please do so. It'll save your life and it'll save the life of, of others. So with that, I'm out. All right, all right. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individual's and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.